This is Angel Bueno. I've been growing my relationship with God for another week, and now I hope I can help another soul to get a little bit closer to Him. When I was younger, my mother told me something that had happened to my grandfather. One day, he was walking my brother in the pram, and um, he was sitting on a bench in the park. And all of a sudden, a man called out to him and told him, watch out. So we're timing out for my grandfather to turn and grab the hand of a woman that was going to hit him with a stick on the head, probably to steal my brother, the baby. When my grandfather was going to turn and thank that man, that man was gone, completely disappeared. So my grandfather always thought that man was his guardian angel and I thought that since on the 2nd of October we're celebrating the feast of the guardian angels it would be a great opportunity to talk about them because guardian angels are warriors sadly many times we picture angels as very feminine with the harps and instruments and of course, they sing praises to God, but the angels are warriors. They're ready for battle. Angels were the ones that threw Lucifer with all his demons down to hell. There is a story that I heard in a meditation when I was a teenager that has never left my mind. And I, and I actually repeat it quite often. There was a girl that went to a meditation as well <laughs> about the guardian angels. But she was very skeptical. She didn't believe it at all. But that night after the meditation, she had to walk home. And she went through a park. And at some point, she saw a very scary man walking towards her. And she freaked out, basically. But she said... Guardian Angel, if you really, if you really exist, please help me out. Anyway, she left it there. The guy passed by her. He had a very, very freaky face. And that, w- that was it. She went home. She slept. Next day, the newspaper, the face of the guy, he had killed a woman not long after. That really hit her hard. Because she said, like, a few minutes after I passed by him... That man murdered another woman. So why wasn't it me? So anyway, she went and visited him in jail. And she asked the question, why didn't you do anything to me? You saw me just a few minutes before you killed that other woman. And he said to her, behind you, there was a man double my size that I would have never dared to fight against. She attributed that to her guardian angel. That warrior that was going to stand for her and look after her in the moment of danger. Her guardian angel saved her life. I don't know if this story is true or not. I never saw it in the newspapers. But I do know that my guardian angel stands by me with his armor on, ready to battle every single demon that comes my way. In scripture, the angels appear all the time. 
So even from the beginning, when Moses was going through the desert with the Israelites for 40 years, so the angels were very present. God used to tell him, my angel will be ahead of you and he will guide you. Then in the book of Tobit, we see how the archangels and Raphael helps his son and the whole family really to continue and to find a wife for Tobias. Then in the book of Daniel, St. Michael helps him out. Then with Our Lady in the Annunciation, how the archangel Gabriel appears to her and tells her that she's been chosen by God to be the mother of God, the mother of Jesus. Or St. Joseph, how an angel appeared to him in dreams in order for him to take Our Lady and Jesus to Egypt to come back. We see how the angels are actually always part of the story. They help us to follow what God wants of us. Or they guide us to get closer to God. Like the angel helped the shepherds to find Jesus in Bethlehem in the manger. So that's basically what the angels do all the time. They help us. And in order to get that personalized help, God gave each one of us an angel. So he says it in Matthew 18.10, how when Jesus is talking about whoever harms one of these little kids, what well, the angels that are in the presence of God would stand for them. Because where are those little ones? So for God, of course, he talks about children. And children are his precious treasure. But we are that treasure for him, as we talked about a couple of weeks ago. He's given us these angels to help us, to lead us towards him. And the Catechism of the Catholic Church tells us as well, acknowledges this as the real truth. In point 336, so that each one of us have been assigned an angel. So we know angels were created before time. So before the creation of the world, God created his angels. The word angel means servant of God. And since angels were created out of time, they don't work exactly the same way that we do. Angels have free will the same way that we do, but they don't have like a long period of time to say yes to God and then to say no, no. At the moment of their creation, they make the choice. If they choose to love God and follow him and serve him, they are angels. If they decide not to, they're demons. And that's what Lucifer decided to do. He decided not to follow, not to serve. So, even though we can one day be very close to our Lord and the day after sin and tell our Lord, we're not serving you, angels, they only need to do the act of the will to follow him once. This all is a little bit abstract because, again, angels are out of time. But... Basically, angels 
have already fulfilled the mission. They were created to serve God. And in the moment of the creation, they decided to do it. So they already with God. And that is basically what we aim to do. That's our goal, as we said as well a few weeks ago. Our target in life, what we should aim for is to get to heaven, to be in the constant presence of God in heaven with him and adore him for eternity. So that's what angels do already. So just imagine when you were in a school and you looked up to those students who were above you in a different grade for help or, I don't know, for some advice. I remember when I was studying teaching, I used to go to the students in the in the years above me and ask them, hey, how can I pass this subject I'm struggling with? Or when I was finishing and I was doing my internship, I would ask all the teachers, hey, how can I improve in this um, task or in this area of education that I'm actually struggling a little bit? So with the same with the angels, they already achieve what we are meant to achieve. So let's go to them, ask them for advice. Of course, they're not going to talk to you the same way that another human being would talk to you. But sometimes through, I don't know, through your conscience or through your thoughts, through your dreams, angels will speak to you. They've been created, they've been put on your side in order to help you. So we need to rely on them. They are that best friend that is not just there when you come to them. They're there for you constantly. There was a man that every time that he jumped in his car, he would ask his guardian angel to sit next to him. Or, for example, one thing that St. Jose Maria had an amazing relationship with his guardian angel. And every time he opened a door, he would actually pause for one, two seconds to let his guardian angel go before him. It's not that his guardian angel needed the door open to get into the room. But is, is that little detail to acknowledge him. And we can do many of those throughout the day. Just remember that story of that kid that went through the whole day without talking to his father. As an example of somebody not doing prayer during the day. With something similar, of course it's a lower scale. But the guardian angel is the best friend that is next to you. That is next to me. If we don't look after that relationship with him, I don't know. I imagine he'll be a little bit sad. So that's why... For example, St. Jose Maria used to have those little details in order to acknowledge him. That driver to ask him to sit down next to him. Something I've been advised many times when I'm feeling at the edge of my patience in front of my students is to ask their guardian angels to help me or to help me help them. So... We have all those opportunities throughout the day in which we can actually build this relationship with our best friend, with our guardian angel. So St. Samaria used to say that in our way to heaven, God will be at our side and will send his angels to help us. 
Hinsangios that are traveling companions, prudent advisors, and cooperators in all that we take on. And I wanted to break down these three characteristics of、um, our guardian angels. So the first one, traveling companions, even though they've achieved what we are meant to achieve, they've come back all the way to the beginning of the race just to walk it with us again. In the moment of our, not just in our baptism, because every single human being baptized or not, have been assigned a guardian angel. It's not something that comes with baptism. So. Even somebody that has not been baptized will have that guardian angel praying for him constantly, for him to receive the grace of faith, and hopefully baptism one day. But for those baptized that have become part of the church, and that are children of God and members of the church, these angels are next to us, accompanying us. To build that relationship with God, to go to heaven, they're basically with us at all times. They accompany us, and they are in constant presence because, as angels, they are in the presence of God constantly. Something that we struggle with, that we should aim for, to have that constant contemplation or that constant contemplative life in the presence of God. Rejoicing in the fact that we are His children, well, the angels are already doing it, and they are next to us. And I do feel right now that the angels, my guardian angels, helping me to speak. And I hope and I pray right now that your guardian angel is next to you, making these words touch you somehow. So also, angels are advisors. They talk to us the same way that God talks to us through our heart. Angels talk to us in very different ways, as we mentioned before. To Our Lady, they spoke face to face. To Daniel, Tobit, they talked to them as a best friend, as someone next to them present. To Moses, they were there on the way, showing the way, going ahead of them. To Saint Joseph, they talked to him through his dreams, but I personally, for example, even though I'm not comparable to all the people I just mentioned, I feel they talk to me through my feelings. They talk to me through the voice of the conscience in different situations. They advising us on the way. They helping us to see what leads us to God. Is is so beautiful. Like they already. Decided to follow God with everything, and now the advices on how to do it. But we need to listen, and we need to be willing to listen. And the more we look after that relationship, the easier it will be for us to take on what they're telling us. And they are cooperators. This is a very interesting point. Because to cooperate is to operate with somebody. Saying that they are cooperators means everything that we do, they do. So when we fail, they fail with us. When we 
improve in a relationship with God, they are as well. So it's so beautiful. Even though they don't need it, the greater we become, the greater they become. So everything that we do, they are cooperators. There was an amazing meditation that I listened to. It's called 10 Minutes with Jesus. The meditation during the last Holy Week, I think it was Holy Thursday or Holy Friday, they had a, an amazing setup. Each day of the Holy Week, it would be the Passion of Christ from the point of view of one of the characters in the Gospel, right? And for Holy Friday, I think it was, there is not really any character because God is dead and everybody has fled. So they did it on Judas, in this chariot, the betrayer. But on the perspective of his guardian angel. And it was seriously amazing how that guardian angel of Judas would have prayed for him, would have really wanted him to get closer to God. But how bit by bit, one tiny little step at a time, was stepping away from God, was becoming more distant, more attached to the world and less attached to God. Instead of having his heart in heaven, his heart became more human. Like the guardian angel lost control. He couldn't do anything because guardian angels cannot force us to do anything. They know what is right and what is wrong, but they cannot make us change our mind and our decisions. It must be so frustrating for them to see us that we keep falling on the same temptations, that we keep sinning, that we keep walking away from God, that we keep walking away from what we are meant to do. Just put yourself in that situation when you and I do the wrong thing. It must be so sad for them because they know they already rejoicing in the joy of being with God. And they still see that we choose not to. It might be heartbreaking. So that's why we need to listen to them. Of course, all we want is to become closer to God. And they are there to help us. He's your best friend. He's your constant support. More than your wife, more than your parents, more than your husband, more than anybody else. That angel is there for you. So for that... Talk to him through the day. When you need to get up, just ask him, please help me not to snooze my alarm in the morning. Or help me to get up and and do some prayer. For me, I ask them for help constantly to be able to help my children, to help my students. I ask their guardian angels to help me as well. So we are basically like a whole army here to help these children, right? So you can ask the guardian angel to join you in that in your prayer. And also, maybe you can ask him to help you join him in his prayer. That might look amazing. The prayer of an angel. Then also you can ask him to work with you to become a saint with your daily duties. Just to help you do your best what you were made for, to be able to give glory to God with everything you do. 
Remember, angels already do that. Just ask them to work with you so you can do it too. Also, we are all apostles. So we all try to help other people get closer to God. And sometimes we need to deal with tough conversations. So for those tough conversations, ask the guardian angel of the other person, ask your guardian angel to be there with you. And I wanted to just finish and leave it with you, the guardian angel prayer. So every night, my children say the prayer of the guardian angel. We know that the prayer of children counts for more than ours. And um, I wanted to finish today having my daughter say the angel of God prayer. And that way, help all of you to say this prayer to your guardian angel. And from here, if you haven't yet, to start building that relationship with them. And if you have, to really build that friendship with your guardian angel. Angel of God, my guardian indeed, to whom God's love commits me here. Ever this day, but at my side, to light and God, root and guide. Amen. This is Angel Bueno and Emilia Bueno, and we look forward to seeing you next week. <laughs>